Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right. So this week, both you and I uh, have invested time in sports documentaries of mm-hmm. sorts. Uh, I'm watching a series that I'll talk about in a second. You watch it. was one part, right? One, yes. One or, okay. Yeah. Just one episode, one self-contained kind of right. viewing event. Tell us about it. Uh, so I watched... A documentary on Netflix called Facing Nolan. And if you are a baseball fan of any sort, you should watch this documentary. It is all about Nolan Ryan, uh, the great Hall of Fame pitcher, uh, hard thrower, you know, possibly the hardest fastball in the history of Major League Baseball, um, and just a really cool look at his career and his life. If you're familiar at all with Ryan, and I'm sure a lot of Phillies fans of a certain age are, especially because of Game 5 of the 1980 National League Championship Series where the Phillies came back against Ryan. He took a 5-2 lead into the 8th inning and they came back and won the game in extra innings and went to the World Series. It's just a really cool look at his career, how he pitched, uh, the legends about him and how much reality is actually part of those legends. There's one part of the, the documentary that gets into how fast his fastball actually was and something I didn't know apparently using film and the technology we have now, they estimate that he actually threw, at one time, 108 miles an hour. Wow. Which was, you know, I like sat up in my on my couch when I heard that. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and it just plays into the whole image of Ryan as kind of a cowboy. Uh, you know, he's into ranching. He's a family man. A lot of interviews with his wife and his, you know, former players who played with him and against him. Just a really cool look at a great, figure in baseball i give it three and a half stars out of four. Oh yeah okay yeah just really really fun watch just an amazing guy i i mean i'm old enough to remember as a little kid when he started with the mets yeah 69 he was on those miracle he, mets he has a world, yeah he has a world series ring and he pitched well into the 90s yeah he it's it, and it, it's all that kind of cool stuff. Yeah. Always a horse. All that kind of cool stuff yeah. gets into the Robin Ventura brawl oh, where he beats up Ventura. And the nuggies. Yeah, and Ventura. Uh, <laughs> that's actually the funniest part of the whole documentary is they get into talking about that incident where Ventura charges the mound and Ryan just beats the snot out of him, and then they cut to a blank screen and all the screen words come up on the screen. Robert Robin Ventura declined to be interviewed for this documentary. <laughs> So um, that that was the one laugh out loud moment in the in the movie. And where will I find this? Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. still still running on Netflix. Good time to watch it. Couple Obviously, hours long. 
about an hour and a half. Love yeah. it. Yeah, All right. really good. I'm in. Big Nolan Ryan fan. All right. Uh, what I've been watching is Welcome to Wrexham, which is spelled W-R-E-X-H-A-M. Uh, imagine, Mike Sielski, Ted Lasso meets It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, man. And that's what Welcome to Wrexham is. I'm in. Um, except it's a docu-series. And here's the premise. Rob McElhenney um, from Always Sunny and Ryan Reynolds, who's been in every rom-com you've ever watched, decide together in um, late 2020 during the pandemic to buy a British soccer team. Essentially, McElhenney spent the first half of the pandemic locked in watching sports documentaries mm-hmm. I guess the the Nolan Ryan thing is too late, but he he and he talks about this. He just spent the pandemic watching sports documentaries, and he had this brainstorm that they would buy the worst team they could find in professional sports <laughs> and try to build it up. Wow! And he got Ryan Reynolds to be part of it. They end up in Wales, this kind of gray working class city called Wrexham, where the team has been gradually relegated to the bottom of the professional level in British soccer, and they kind of show the flow chart from the Premier League. To this league, to the like, to very bottom, and that's where they are. By the way, I love the whole relegation. Thing. Yeah, it is. It's a great I, idea. I mean, it's, it clearly can't ever happen in this country. No, but I would. You know, the Louisville Redbirds are getting promoted, and the <laughs> Miami Marlins are getting relegated. If, if, I'm if in. It, if it actually existed, the Eagles would not be playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend because they right. would have been relegated long ago. The Jaguars. Yes. So they end up in in this town in Wales, and over time. They bond with the city. Mm-hmm. Um, the residents, like, initially a little suspect of two Hollywood stars carpetbagging in their town, but they're very sincere, and the people that come to respect them um, and genuinely understanding the pain these people feel rooting for the, their favorite team, which brings us back to McElhaney, who, um, if you watch Always Sunny, he's an avid Philadelphia sports fan, and in the first episode of of the the series, Welcome to Wrexham, McElhenney comes back to the small row home where he grew up in South Philadelphia, and he brings his dad, and he brings his own son, and he just perfectly talks about what it's like to grow up supporting the Eagles and all mm-hmm. of the heartbreak. And then, of course, they show him at the Super Bowl celebrating, and like, yes, <laughs> we're all we're all in this, right? And that's the show. It's these two guys. Trying over the course of a season, or now into two seasons, to improve this Pittsburgh Pirates, mm-hmm. Detroit Lions, whatever, this sad sack team and make these townspeople proud. It's funny. It's heartwarming. My wife, who could care less about sports, she loves it. Um, it's kind of a reality show, but not really. It's kind of a documentary, except they're more involved than usual mm-hmm. in a documentary. Um, it can be heartbreaking because there's one... I don't want to give away too much. Well, it happens early. You become they they profile this player and his wife and his three kids, and he's working on his house and so on. And it's like, yeah, you really like this guy. And then like the season ends, like he gets cut. Oh, geez. right. So you're you're living the pain of yeah. that, which we've you know seen. But you you see that. Um, listen, it's great. I people know I don't particularly like soccer, but even I got caught up in the drama of the matches, Mm -hmm. which they do a great job of portraying. I want to read you, this is a quote from Rob McElhenney uh, about soccer, which was not a sport that he particularly cared about that much before he did this. Mm -hmm. But now he's watching every game. He goes, soccer, it's a horrible, cyclical, prophetic hellscape that never ceases or ebbs. 
I love every second, but it's torment in equal measure. Every second is pure agony. That, Which, for so all, many of us, is often watching Eagle season. Exactly. If that's not the description of what it's like to be a Philadelphia sports fan, I don't know what is. Yeah. And so you get that, except they've moved it over to this you know cloudy place mm-hmm. over in, in Wales. It's on Hulu. Um, they drop episodes weekly. Uh, there's 18 total. I think they've dropped episode 12, which I didn't see, but your colleague Jeff McLean yes. uh, referred to today in his story because I guess Jeff Laurie and Doug Peterson? I know Laurie. I don't know about Peterson, but Laurie makes a guest appearance mm-hmm. on it. Um, so I, I haven't I haven't gotten that far. Um, and here's – I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say what you're describing is really kind of a – Reality show, true life, Ted Lasso. And yeah. anybody who has seen Ted Lasso recognizes the qualities that you're talking about in this show. Mm-hmm. It's And it's what makes Ted Lasso so great to watch. You don't have to be a sports fan. You don't have to be a soccer fan necessarily to appreciate and identify with the topics and the way they're presented. You know? and, yeah, all of that. And again, it's in Wales, but it's got a bit of a Philadelphia feeling to it, which is which is very cool. I said it's on Hulu, and here's the deal. I understand that a lot of people, they don't get every streaming service. They don't want to pay for every streaming service. So whenever I do one of these shows, I try to tell you this. Subscribe to Hulu for a month, two months, whatever it's going to cost you, 12 bucks a month. Watch this. Get get a pen right now. uh, Get a yellow legal pad. Write this down. Watch um, Welcome to Wrexham. Watch The Old Man. Watch The Bear. Watch The Patient. That's four good shows, all new shows. You get them done in a month or two. You get more than your $12 worth. You can thank me later. <laughs> you can you can treat me to dinner with Mike Seals. That's right. At the restaurant when I have to pay off the bet. And there you go. Uh, what we're watching is sponsored by Guide a Door and Window. Receive 20% off all windows and doors with no money down, up to three years to pay it off interest-free. Call Guide a Door and Window today at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at go, G-U-I-D-A dot com. All right, 215-592-9494. Good time to get in right now. We're going to talk to our pal Ricky Ricardo in the next segment. Ricky, um, as people know locally, is the Spanish voice broadcaster for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he is also the Spanish voice broadcaster for the New York Yankees, and uh, he had the opportunity to call Aaron Judge's 61st home run last yeah, week. Yeah, hit hit off a pitcher from the Philadelphia area. Um, what is that right? Yeah, a guy yeah. from uh, from Upper Perkyoman. I'm drawing a blank on okay. uh, his name now, which is ridiculous of me. Um, hold on a minute. I'm looking it up as we speak. But yeah, it joins... Uh, you know Tracy Stoddard as uh, the men who have given up sixty first home runs in the American League. Um, why am I not uh, Tracy Stafford? Matt Bushman? St- Stafford? No, not Matt Bushman. It might be Stollard. Stollard, I think. Okay. Um, oh, where are we here? All right. da, da, da. We'll find. It was on the Blue Jays. That's fine. Yeah, I, I want to work in just a little talk. You had a column, Tim Mesa. Uh, sorry, go there ahead. you go. You have a column which is out now uh, on the Sixers bid. Uh, to build their new arena, uh, 2031, is that what we're looking at That's now? what we're looking at. And David Edelman, who is the um, kind of uh, the brain of this whole thing, and I found your people should read it. It's uh, in the Inquirer today, tomorrow? Tomorrow. tomorrow. It's online It's online right now at Inquirer.com. Um, listen, it was a great column. You put a lot of work into it. I admire the guy's vision for the city and believe that, yeah, he's doing it to make money for himself. But he also 
has a sense that there are parts of this, there are parts of downtown Center City which are great, and then you walk two blocks, and then it's not great. Right. I've just always been skeptical that an arena is something that's going to that's going to be the cure-all, that's going to be the panacea. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of how I'm approaching this, too. I'm open to the idea that this could work and revitalize at least part of the city, but you have to ask certain questions. You have to ask, how much is it going to cost? Are people going to come to a downtown arena? The Sixers insist that they have data and models that show that a downtown arena will increase the number of people, for instance, who take public transportation to Sixers games. Okay, can SEPTA handle that? And what sort of money has to be spent to assure that SEPTA can handle that? Um, you know, is it really a boon for the economy? There's tons of studies out there that suggest that adding a stadium and arena doesn't do very much for the economy of a city or a metropolitan area. So there's a lot that goes into this. And uh, while I understand the impulse for people to say, hey, it would be great for the Sixers to have their own arena and it would be great for the city. And so let's get on board. I don't think we're doing our job as people in the media covering this kind of thing if you don't ask these kind of questions and demand answers. from Right. Them. And I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a mixed view on this because I, I listen, I applaud public transportation. But it's really easy to get to the stadiums yeah. now. You're yeah. making it more difficult. You're you're saying it will encourage more people to take public transportation. That's because it's going to become such a damn hassle to get your car down there and park. Yeah. And go to a park. You know, game ends 10, 30, 11 o'clock. People don't want to be walking four blocks to get to their, their car uh, in the dark in Center City. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a challenge, you're I think. Doing it, you're doing it like, hey, it's going to be good because public transportation will be up. But yeah, you're doing it because people have no other choice. Where it is now, driving to the, the arenas now, the stadium now, that sports complex now, is uniquely easier than it is in most other cities. You know that because you go to games in all other cities. Yeah, and I think it speaks to kind of a divide, I guess you'd say, between people who actually live in the city and people who don't, who live... Mm. In the suburbs or the towns around Philadelphia, um, where people who live in the city say, oh, it'd be great to go to 10th and Market mm -hmm. uh, and just take the train to get there. Well, okay, if you live in Downingtown or Haverford or Doylestown, it's not as easy to get to an R5 stop. And it's a really, I live in Doylestown. It's a really long ride. It's an hour and 20 minutes to get to Center City for on the train because it makes so many stops. And again, and the part that I'm, I'm repeating myself, but where people are going to be conscious of it is after the exactly. game. Exactly, exactly. And Hey, look, double overtime game, that was fun. Oh, now I got to get home. Yeah, um, and so we'll see. Like, they, Adelman went on the record with me saying they are not moving the team. Like, if this doesn't work out, Okay, but we're going to be out of the Wells Fargo Center when the lease expires in 2031. We will be somewhere else, and we are not moving the team to New Jersey. Yeah, now, Jer yeah Jersey being the, the operative word there. Right. So we'll see. Um, as I said, skepticism is usually warranted in these situations. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being metaphysical certitude, what is your thoughts on the chances that they actually pull this off? Right now, I say 5 or 6. That they ah, do you're right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's flip a coin at this point, and you have to see how things change. You have to see who the next mayor is. Um, True. The makeup of city council. Um, what measures the Sixers themselves take 
to get the community around that area behind them. Right. There has uh, been some sense that China, you know, Chinatown doesn't be disrupted. Right. I, I get that. Yeah. And and the Sixers counter by saying, you know, we're not spreading the area out. We're going to build right on the site of the whatever it's called, the fashion district now, but what's basically the gallery. Um but there's already been goalpost moving. There's been, oh, okay, well, we're going to need the Greyhound bus terminal, too, mm-hmm. across Filbert Street. Right. And, you know, they've said they're going to fund it entirely privately. But uh, if, that's the, if it, somebody uh, wants to here, give us money from the, the state rub. or the city, yeah, we'll take uh, you know, we'll take it, things like that. That's, so. the, that's the one that I'm very skeptical, very cynical of, which is, nah, we'll do it all on our own. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, We'll see. That would be that would be unique. Yeah, especially because, as as I said in the column, okay, they can say they're going to fund it all themselves, but necessarily there's going to have to be public money put into revamping SEPTA. And so, mm-hmm. okay, well, it, the Sixers aren't drawing that public money, but it's still getting spent right. one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting stuff. Certainly something to watch. I, I appreciate that they don't want to share space with the Flyers. They want their own place. Sure. They want to maximize it. I've I don't know that that's the spot. Yeah, but here's the the flip side of that too, Glenn. I, I feel like we're you know on the one hand and on the other hand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Wells Fargo Center is coming up on being thirty years old. Um, you know, <laughs> come on, man. I know. I still remember going to the first game there. I know. The first concert But there. it opened in 1996. It's, well, it's 26 years well, old. Well, they did just put a lot of money into they did. it. They made a lot of improvement. They're very proud of all they invested yep. in it and yeah. so on. And it's, I, hey, it's fine I by me. It's, it's fine by me, you it's, know. It's not my favorite building in the world, but it's. I see no reason to replace that anytime soon. Well, the Sixers would counter and say the facilities there are not up to snuff for an NBA team. Well, and I would counter and say the facilities there aren't ones in which you make the most money you can, so I get it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's what it's about. All right, there you go. Good stuff. Read Mike's column. 215-592-9494. Coming up, we talk with our pal Ricky Ricardo, and we will look forward to talking to you. Hey, fall is upon us. It is that time of year again to consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors because another cold winter season, <laughs> it's on its way. When I need a, co- a company to help me with these home projects, I turn to the experts. The great people at Guide a Door and Window Act now, receive 20% off all windows and doors, plus Guida will help allow will allow you to start your project today with no money out of pocket and take up to three years to pay it off interest-free once the job is expertly installed. So you'll be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new highly energy-efficient windows and doors, including an increased comfort level in your home and lower your monthly payment bills and take advantage of 20% savings and have the luxury of paying off your project with 0% interest for up to 36 months. Great combination of factors here. Got to act now. Offers a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today to schedule a free, no obligation in home estimate at 1 877 Guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G U I. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over. Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. D.A. Esa tres. Mesa Lanza. Judge. Batazo profundo por el izquierdo. Olvídala. Exa se va. Se va. Se fue. La número 61 se fue. Muévase un poquito, Roger Maris. Hay otro que se quiere sentar en la mesa. El juez Aaron Judge. Culpable de empatar el récord de los Yankees. De la Liga Americana llegó norte de la frontera, Aaron Judge, el número 61. All right, Mike Sielski. Uh, it's been a lot of years since I took high school Spanish, so I I got about half of that. Yeah, I, numero I, 61. Yes, got I, that part. I got Aaron Judge, <laughs> Roger Maris. <laughs> yes, okay, and I, I got some of it, right? Uh, the American League, but here's what I got. It was a brilliant call. The excitement, we talked earlier about Scott Fransky being in the moment mm-hmm. and those big calls and Vin Scully being in the moment. You know who's in the moment in the big calls? Our next guest. Our next guest, one Ricky Ricardo, who is nice enough to join us today. Rick, that call of Aaron Judge's 61st home run, again, I you know, my, my Spanish is not what it <laughs> once was. I got about half a, it was brilliant. Uh, you, were, you were magnificent. Magnif- you. you were magnifico. Thank you, Glenn. Mike, uh, it was a heck of a moment. I enjoyed it. It couldn't happen to a better guy than Aaron Judge, believe you me. Uh, what you missed, let me see, what did you miss, Glenn? You missed, I said, it happens north of the border, norte de la frontera. Okay. Uh, uh, we tied the Yankees. I say in there it ties the Yankee record. It ties the American League record. And basically the angle was move over, Roger Maris. Someone else needs to sit at the table with you for now. And his name is Aaron Judge, who is guilty of tying the record. Culpable, guilty of that's a little judge. Yeah, I got, I got, <laughs> you got the, you, you got a little play on words. It was, yeah. it was great. Um, for those who don't know, Rick, uh, Ricky Ricardo is the Spanish. I said it earlier, Spanish language voice of the Yankees and also the Eagles. Let's let, let's first talk about the, that Judge moment and, and what it means. Yeah, Rick, put this into context for Philadelphia baseball fans, if you can. What does this mean? 
to the Yankees and the franchise, um, given all the history of that franchise with respect to Maris and Babe Ruth, et cetera, et cetera, and then Major League Baseball as a whole? Well, number one, a lot of people, including Roger Maris Jr., who's been along for the ride at each and every game when Judge got to about 58, 59, there are a lot, I was stunned by this, guys, but there are a lot of people that consider this to be the legitimate, real home run record. They put aside the Bonds number. They put aside the McGuire and the Sosa, you know, the home run totals as being stained by the steroid era. Yeah, I'm kind of. By the way, I'm kind of with them. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, Glenn, you're, you are you are part of a growing portion of baseball fans that are coming out now and saying this is the real deal. And to have Roger Maris, remember when McGuire was hitting all those home runs, he was attached at the hip to the Maris family. We saw it right in front of our eyes on television, you know, with cut-ins every night on all the networks. And now Roger Maris Jr., who's here every night, has come out publicly and said, you know, I'm not breaking any news here. He was asked by the media the other night, and he said that he considers this to be the legitimate home run record. Now, obviously the Yankees with all the championships and all the, the history, the lore, you know, Judge has done something now that Babe Ruth didn't do. Babe Ruth, who owns every record, of, I was at the Yankee Museum yesterday by chance, and Babe Ruth owns just about all the offensive records of the history of the Yankees. It's a batting average, RBI, everything. OPS, it's all Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. This is something that even the Bambino yeah. never mm. did. You know, So here's Roger Maris, who wore number nine, played right field. Here's Aaron Judge, who wears number... 99, yep. and also plays right field. Uh, there's a lot of similarities between the two guys. It happened, you know, basically 61 years ago. Is it 1961? So 61 years ago. You know, the uh, the, the numerations here, the, the way they, the numerologists look at this thing is also very, very interesting, uh, the way that this has happened. And look, when it finally gets broken here, and who knows whether we'll be able to play today or tomorrow, there's only two home games left uh, here at Yankee Stadium, and then we go to Texas for four games, including a doubleheader on Tuesday. But at whatever point Judge uh, does break this record, I, I think the big headline out of this, guys, is how many people are going to begin a very serious debate on whether this is the legit record. I Listen, I agree. And one more thing about this, and then I want to talk to you about the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. it, it didn't get the national attention that it would have once upon a time. Uh, nor did Albert Pujols hitting 700 home runs. Just kind of your observation on, um, and listen, I know you're in the middle of it, so your excitement was palpable as it should be, but it it didn't become the national story that maybe it should have. Um, I guess I'm saying that and asking if you would agree or disagree. Well, I agree, and, and I think it starts with the fact Glenn, that outside of guys like you, Mike, who's on top of all the sports that are going on, myself, nationally, baseball in general is not a headline. Uh, none of the big, you know, debate shows on on the Four Letter Network or on Fox or nobody talks about baseball anymore. You know, they, I hear more conversation about LeBron James than I do about Aaron Judge getting close to breaking a big baseball I hear more about LeBron's son. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Baseball has kind of fallen off uh, of the front pages, per se, uh, of a lot of sports media lately. So 
I, I think as compared to when it was making a comeback post the strike in the in the mid to late nineties and you know when McGuire and Sosa were were chasing the, the original Maris sixty one, I I still think back then baseball had a bigger piece of Americana. I think the National Football League is just so so big. The headlines in the NBA, which are now year round, have really just soaked up a lot of the enthusiasm. You know, you mentioned Albert Pujols. He's only, what, the fourth guy ever to hit 700 home runs. Hit one last night, 701. And even that has kind of flown under the radar. Yep. So I, I agree with you, Glenn. I think it's a shame. But baseball, to a certain extent, has become a niche sport, a la hockey. And I'm as big a hockey lover as, as you guys are. But those are two sports that are not, you know, in the, in the pantheon of, of everyone's morning, you know, coffee anymore as is the NFL and the NBA. So I think that has a lot to do with the fact that baseball records, as cherished as they are, and baseball is the sport that cherishes its records more than anyone else, but it's kind of on the back burner of, uh, of the front of mind of the sports fan. Ricky, let's shift gears uh, and talk about tomorrow's Eagles-Jaguars game. Mm-hmm. What do you make of the Jaguars so far under Doug Peterson? Um, and what do you think the atmosphere will be like there tomorrow? I think Doug Peterson's return, per se, will be night and day different as the Carson Wentz reunion that we saw <laughs> last week. Uh, I'll, I'll start with that. Look, there, there's not a negative word that can be said about Doug Peterson, I don't think, uh, unless you really you know go through layers and try to nitpick. But Doug Peterson brought this franchise its greatest moment ever as its head coach. Uh, the parting of the ways, Mike, you can speak to this, and Glenn, you guys can speak to this even more than I can, of, of just all the, the ins and outs of what caused the end of the Peterson-Eagle uh, relationship and how that all worked out. But number one, I think the fans will welcome him with open arms. And as far as the Jaguars, this team has started to reload. Remember, they were in the AFC championship game the same year that the Eagles beat Minnesota, and they had a 20-10 to 10 lead in the fourth quarter against the Patriots that year with Blake Bortles at <laughs> yeah. quarterback. Yeah. yeah, And if they don't choke that lead away, that Eagles Super Bowl in Minnesota would have been against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they took a, a turn to you know for the worst since then, but now they're starting to bounce back. They've got a lot of young talent. I think you know the, the Urban Meyer debacle last year, may have uh, set back Trevor Lawrence's development a little bit, the entire franchise's development a little bit. But I think Doug Peterson is doing a marvelous job with a very, very talented group of young players who should have beat the Commanders in Week 1 and really should be coming into this game also with a record of 3-0. and I take this team very, very seriously. I kind of look at it as a possible trap game if the Eagles are starting to read mm. their own clippings. I look at it as, own, I look at it as a this, trap game for the Jags, actually. Uh, well, if that makes any sense. I do. After that big win last week, them going back on the road, I think is tough. I want to play one thing because we played Ricky's Aaron Judge uh, cut, uh, which was brilliant. This is Rick last weekend. Quedan dos segundos. Queda un segundo. Hurts con el, el balón, el pase. Touchdown! Touchdown, Devante Smith! En la esquina! Oh, otra jugada magnífica! Devante Smith dando el salto! En la esquina del end zone, Devontae Smith 
tómale la foto y los higos anotan con cero en el reloj. ¡Oh! Otra recepción increíble de Devontae Smith. Vic, if you could, moving forward, just try to pick up the enthusiasm just a little bit. It's it's uh, it's rough to listen to you, Rick. No no excitement at all. You, should I have decaf before the game? No, no, you should not. You should do exactly what you're doing, and uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to, pleasure to listen that, to you with both. You that was ahead. a tremendous play, and it was right under, you know, in, in Washington, our booths are in the corner. Yeah, of the oh, yeah. I've heard Merrill mention that once or twice. Yeah, and, and I'm right next to Merrill in, in, at FedEx Field, and that play happened right in that corner of the end zone, right below us, so you get a really good up-close view of just how difficult that catch was by Devontae Smith, who has just turned it on after being a non-factor in week one. Look, it all depends on whether Judge breaks this record today, whether I'll be able to call tomorrow's game. I can't be in two places at the same time. Yeah. And the Yankee organization has kind of hinted to me, uh, you know, we really do want the 62 to be your voice and not some fill-in that comes in for uh, you. I appreciate wow. that. Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah. and you you're, you have the opportunity to see history, but you get you, listen, you get to call the Eagles into the playoffs this year, no problem. I, I, uh, yeah, there's plenty of Eagles left to go. You're right. One last question before we go, and I just want to close with Judge. Um, what do you think happens after this year? Ooh, you know, that's interesting because, you know, here comes a kid out of a little farm town, Linden, California, a little farming community in Northern California, grew up a Giants fan, grew up a Barry Bonds fan. He, now, he, you know, if you ask mm -hmm. Judge, he'll tell you, no, the record is 73 because he grew up watching you know, that, that tremendous run that Barry had as a San Francisco Giant. He bet on himself after turning down the 221, whatever, however many it was, million-dollar offer that the Yankees made him on opening day of all days. Yeah. Uh, and he is he, he might win the Triple Crown on top of the, uh, you know, setting these home run records. He's, you know, within a couple of points of, uh, of a rise leading the American League. So, uh we don't know. He's going to test free agency. Now, the Yankees will have, what, it's about a three-, four-day window, guys, that, yes. the, that the team that, that you're playing with has for exclusive negotiations right after the World Series, but it's no more than four or five days at the most. So if they don't get something done, uh, number one, there'll be a tremendous fan revolt here. He is the face of this franchise. He is to this era what yeah. Derek Jeter was sure. to the yeah. To the late 90s, early 2000s. That's what Judge is to this group of Yankee fans. So I, I don't think the Yankees and Brian Cashman will be foolish enough to let him slip through their hands. I think he will sign a very, very, very hefty contract, whether it's Mike Trout range money, who knows. But he will stay a Yankee. I think he will spend his whole year, uh, his whole career uh, as a Yankee. Uh, but you know, it might be treacherous between the time that the World Series ends and, and then he finally puts his name on the dotted line. It's really going to be interesting because if you know anything about Yankees history, and I know you do, Ricky, you remember, mm -hmm. you know, Brian Cashman went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Derek Jeter, <laughs> you know, when, mm -hmm. when Jeter's contract expired, and that was toward the end of his career. It was really, it was up in the air at the time. You're talking 2010, 2011, that that Jeter wouldn't finish his career with the Yankees. Um, so it's it's going to be, I think, the story of the offseason in Major League Baseball. He, he told Jeter back then, go out, get your best offer, and come back to me with your best offer. And who knows? Uh, you know, it, it are, Is it the Giants? Is it Gabe Kapler's Giants that make Judge a tremendous offer and, and maybe overpay him you know, to bring that big of a name to that organization? 
I don't know what negotiation yeah. tactic the Yankees are going to take with Judge. I just know that they, they damn sure better resign the guy because he is adored in this town. Well, as he should be. And, Rick, you are adored as a broadcaster. Haven't seen you in a while. Uh, one of these days we'll share a beer, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Be well, Rick. Thanks so much for that, the time. Thanks, Ricky. Thank you, guys. All right. See you. See you later. Great guy. Yeah, tremendous guy. I would be surprised if Judge signed with the Giants only because of that ballpark and those conditions. Like, his numbers mm. aren't going to be as good mm-hmm. playing in San Francisco 81 games yeah. a year as they would be at Yankee Stadium. Good pernt. Huh? Uh, Mike Sielski, uh, where are you going this afternoon? Oh, I have a uh, cool event in Collingswood, New Jersey. I'm going to the Collingswood Book Festival to talk about the rise, Kobe Bryant, and the pursuit of immortality. So as soon as we finish up here, be heading to South Jersey. How about you? What do you got going on? Uh, What do I have going on? I am uh, going home and laying out uh, tomorrow's pregame show, and then tonight I am going to watch, uh, taking my wife to see the play Something Rotten at the Swarthmore Players Club. Ah, very nice. And by the way, uh, just to let you know, three weeks from now, there's another play at the Swarthmore Players Club, as long as we're uh, doing endorsements for ourselves. I, I have heard. Uh, the play clue, the hilarious play clue, based on the hilarious movie clue, is opening up on uh, October 21st at the Swarthmore Players Club. And I am Colonel Mustard, my friend. Let, let me tell you something, you Glenn. Can, yeah, go ahead. No, I just, it, clue is one of my, I have two sons, Evan mm-hmm. and Gabe, who are mm-hmm. 11 and 8, and it is one of their favorite movies. They watch it, I'm talking once a week they watch it. Um, I don't think they get all the jokes, but they they. Love it nonetheless, and we are looking forward to seeing the show. I appreciate that, and as you can see now, I shaved off my beard you and did. kept the mustache. Because <laughs> they take the publicity photos the other day, and Colonel Mustard has a bushy mustache and no beard. So, Well, we, you've gone from bushy to creepy, I have to say. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I little, hope it's bushy by the time the play opens. Uh, well, no, I, yeah, I shaved it down after that. But nonetheless, you can get tickets for that at pcstheater.org, and I hope to see everybody out there. 215-592-9494. We're uh, going to noon and then leading off and then Phillies baseball. Phillies at Washington. Looking like they're going to they're gonna at least try to get this thing going at 1 o'clock. Hey, for most business people, a meeting with their banker can be a trip to the dentist. Oh, my. But talk to Meridian customers. You know what? You get a different story. Their business lenders come at things from your point of view, and they bring a ton of useful guidance and advice, mostly They're a genuinely fun group. I speak from personal experience. Hey, the word is getting out. If you'd like to take the stress out of your business banking, Meridian is the go-to bank. Check them out at meridianbanker.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With the grain, and down he goes. Slung down in his own 48-yard line. Josh Tupu. 
And, uh-oh. Well, we saw last week, and he went down. He got up. was wobbly. The training staff comes out. And, and, and Al Tupo slams him to the ground. I mean, it, it's... With serious force, he goes down. Right, and right as he goes down, you could see both his hands. You, you just get right away, you get concerned. They're bringing a stretcher out. All right, well, uh, that was what uh, everybody saw either Thursday or has seen since then, which is the Miami Dolphins' young quarterback, Tua Tagliavola, uh, just getting slammed to the ground, as they said, and um, leaving the game with what seems to be a serious injury. We are joined, as always at this time, by one of our doctors from Cooper Bone & Joint, Dr. Mark Pollard, is with us. Hey, Doc, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. Good. So I'm sure at this point you've seen um, Tua, the 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 film of that tackle and that event and um the thing that i've never seen before was kind of the posturing of his of his hands of his arms twitching which again i'm not a doctor but that certainly would seem to be neurological correct yeah um when you have like a significant uh you know brain uh, disruption uh there's a couple of kind of predictable patterns of Kind of reactions and contractions that the body can take, and so you know that that kind of response is usually indicative of a you know a, not an insignificant uh, brain event. Um, I don't know if you saw the previous game that that Tua played, Doctor, but the one of the underlying problems and concerns with the hit he took Thursday night was the idea a that he had played four days earlier in a game, and b. He had taken a significant hit in that game that some people thought was also head-related. The Dolphins insisted it wasn't. It was a back injury. Did, did you see that previous hit, and what do you make of kind of the one-two punch of those those two events? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess on the surface, it's concerning. Um, you know, I, I saw some of it. I, I'll admit I didn't see the full footage of the the first injury, I guess, which was last Sunday. But essentially, I think he took a, a significant hit. His, you could see his head hit the ground. And then he, you know, got up and couldn't keep it together to, you know, jog up to the line. You know, kind of mm-hmm. looked like he was having a tough time keeping his balance and standing. And, you know, one of the difficulties with head injuries in general, concussions in specific, is that there is no diagnostic study or test for a concussion. Essentially, it's symptoms that follow an event. So if you have neurologic symptoms following a you know head trauma event, by definition that would be a concussion. Um, I know that you know there's some you know you'd like to think there isn't, but there probably is some gamesmanship you mm-hmm. know with the teams and so forth as far as saying no, it's a back injury, um, you know things like that, so that it doesn't get put put into that category. But I think was it Sean Bradley, the Eagles linebacker, a few years ago? It was. And that was one of the reasons that the NFL started this independent uh, yeah. observer, yeah. the guys with the red hats that are supposed to flag those kind of things and pull them from the games. But it was almost the exact same situation where you know, Sean, that Sean Bradley couldn't get off the field and then a couple plays later was back in. And the danger is that uh, when you have a concussion for a period of time afterwards, if you have a second event or a second injury, there can be a cascade of events that happen that that can be actually catastrophic. Um, I believe it's called the second hit syndrome. So it's really kind of playing a dangerous game, uh, 
trying to rush people back in after these head injuries. Although, admittedly, there's probably more than that we don't know than we do about these things, but certainly everybody appreciates we need to you know be careful with them. Yeah, this is a very frightening thing. Last thing for me, which is, as they flew home, his coach, Josh McDaniel, so that he and Tua sat together on the plane and watched the movie MacGruber during the flight home, and the Tua laughed throughout. Uh, Doc, I know there have been studies, medical studies, I know this well, that say that if you have a concussion, screen time is a bad idea. you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, the best available information now is that they you know, recommend brain rest, for lack of a better term, you know, just you know, not actively, you know, following anything or thinking about anything um, to the point that um, and most of the time when, uh, you know, somebody is identified that has a concussion, they're supposed to be sent to a dark room, um, you know, uh, without any stimulus, just, you know, to give the brain rest, kind of like if a muscle is hurt, you know, want to give the muscle rest to be able to heal up. Um, and so <laughs> watching a movie, <laughs> as brainless as it may be, is probably not <laughs> brain rest. Yes. And, Doc, if I, I'm going to brag here, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. that's That study that was in the Journal of the American Medical Association that recommended avoiding screen time after concussion. Do you know who the lead doctor on that was? I do not. It was my son. Ah, congratulations. Thank that's you. Great. Yeah. Just came out last September. So there you go. That's my bragging. Doc, it is always a pleasure to speak with you. Pleasure is mine. Thanks, right, we'll talk to you Thank soon. you, doctor. There you go. Yeah, you know, th this is a topic I've written about a lot for the Inquirer, mm -hmm. um, and I think number one, kudos to to Teddy for working on that that study and and you know, kind of conclusively showing what. Yeah, I know that was kind of obnoxious of me. But that's okay. It's it's worth mentioning. <laughs> you know, he did that, and I was proud of it, um, and it was relevant. Yeah, but but this keeps happening over and over again, and you listen to Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins coach. You know, talk oh, I said, about. I call him Josh McDaniel. That's Mike, right. We were talking. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, it was Stuart Bradley, the Eagles linebacker, uh, who had that incident where he was, you know, staggering off the field that yeah. led to the yeah, the protocols. It's just, you know, and I wonder. I, I think in situations like this, we say, well, how do we stop it? Right? How, how do how do you not allow situations like this to happen? But we all love football. I mean, we kept watching the we, game. We do, and and these players. You can say they want to be. You have to save them from themselves, you but do. they have the information too. You know, know. They, they are adults. It's it's so complex it, and it's it so is, it is very complex. And that you know, they set up this, for lack of a better word, neutral doctor, yeah, independent doctor, to be the one out there that says you got to get off the field because the whole concept of team doctors is. They've got to split loyalty. Yeah. They want to protect their patient, but they also want the team to win. And their employment with the team kind of depends mm -hmm. to some extent on getting players back on the field. So the league set up this independent doctor, which seemed to me to be the right answer. It could just be the, the independent doctor last week blew it. Right. I don't know. They're Nobody investigating knows. Yeah. it. Yeah. But what uh, Dr. Pollard just told us about, what do you say, second whatever syndrome? Mm -hmm. Second hit syndrome? Second hit syndrome, yeah. That's I mean, scary. You know, and, and I think he used the word catastrophic. Yeah. Potentially that, catastrophic. You know, you, you really worry for Tua. The, the, the incident or episode or person I always think of in situations like this is Keith Primo, who yeah, yeah. played the postseason of his life in 2004 for the Flyers yep. with post-concussion syn syndrome and symptoms, came back after the lockout and played, I think, six or seven games, took another hit, and his career was finished. Talked to him. Uh, remember, had him on the show uh, a couple times. He talked about how he couldn't get on a plane. Yeah. 
he would get on a plane, the altitude would just set it off, these horrible headaches. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his life was just so horribly impacted. Great guy, by the way. Yeah, terrific guy. All right, 215-592-9494. Matt Newholland, hang in there. We will get you coming up because coming up, we are going to leading off because the Phillies are playing the Washington Nationals today. We think they're going to start <laughs> 1 o'clock. We'll see how far they get. My advice, get the early lead. Be leading in the fifth inning. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Another, another first inning home run by Reese Hoskins wouldn't be a bad thing for that All team. All right. Actually, before we hit the break, Kyle Quinn, you got to tell us who was the best caller of the day. Yeah, it's a little bit of a thin pool to choose from today, but I did like Chris's call at the beginning of the show here. He had an interesting question about the run defense, and he managed to work in a Leonard <laughs> yes. Weaver reference into the <laughs> yes. phone call, so I think that's a that good call. the scale for me. Congratulations to Chris from Clinton, New Jersey, winning $50 gift card to shy vintage sports where there's a story in every stitch visit the new uh, location in wayne on lancaster avenue or check them out at shivesports.com mike sealski glenn mack now coming up to leading off hey fall is upon us it's that time of year again to start consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors before another cold winter season rolls in i've listen i've been dealing with guided door and window for a long time whenever i have a home project i turn to the experts at guida Act now. You receive 20% off all windows and doors. Plus, Guida will allow you to start your project today with no money out of pocket. Take up to three years to pay it off interest-free once the job is expertly installed. So, you'll be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new, highly energy-efficient windows and doors, including an increased comfort level of your home and lower monthly energy bills, all while taking advantage of 20% savings and having the luxury of paying your project off with 0% interest for up to 36 months. But you got to act now. Offers for limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today. Schedule a free, no obligation in home estimate at 1 877 GoGuida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G U I D A. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 